Recent political poems. Here are some of my political poems from the last couple of months. I don't expect everyone to agree, but I welcome feedback and comments as long as it is civil. I have given up on Quora, Facebook, and Twitter where the extremists have hijacked the site drowning out civil discourse in the process. The midterms were a victory for common sense as most of the MAGA extremists were defeated, and the Senate remains in democratic hands, meaning that they can continue to act as a check on the right-wing dominated house. The red wave never materialized. Most of the extremists were defeated. My prediction is that the Senate would remain Democrat and that the House would underby the Republicans albeit with a narrow minority, largely due to gerrymandering and voter suppression efforts. Political Poetry Facebook Political Photos Political Rants Cosmos's 2022 and 2024 U.S. Elections Predictions Outlaw Poetry Outlaw and Neo-Beatnik Poetry Poetry24 publishes my current event rants Carencia publishes Madman with Guns Letter to Ted Cruz regarding guns. Index. Slime oozing out of a TV. Patriot Games. Watching the news. Morning Blues. Nani Morning Blues. In the year 2022, madness took over. America. Con artists. Truth and lies Diamante. Water. America divided into tribal divisions. Arrested for feeding the homeless. Elections bringing back the people. Election Synquin. Dark Money Tiger. Democracy on Trial Acrostic. Democracy Curiel. Democracy Minute. First and Last Dark Money. The Rot Starts at the Top. Cancel Culture Run Am. Senator Johnson Banned on YouTube for Spreading Lies Found Poem. Enough of Your Useless Prayers. Driving Our Politics is Fear. No Moss Excuses, America. Ode to Our Firefighter Heroes. Global Emergency. Please America get vaccinated. Political ghosts haunt my dreams dash. Letter to Republican leaders, to be sent will update if I get any responses. Dear Republican leaders. WTF is wrong with you? The midterms were all about. Rejecting extremism. And demanding that politicians. Just do their job. And get stuff done. For the American people. So, what are your plans? Addressing climate change? Addressing crime? Banning assault weapons? Protecting gay rights? Protecting abortion rights? Addressing extreme inequality? Making college more affordable? All of which are very popular. With the American public. Nope. Your number one goal. Investigate Hunter Biden's crimes. While ignoring the nepotism. And the crimes of the Trump clan? Yes, the Hunter Biden laptop. That somehow magically was delivered to a Delaware repair shop. Run by a blind man. Rather than fixing the laptop. Called Ruddy G and delivered it to him. He kept it and then gave it to the FBI three years later. Have found zip not a nothing. The most one can say. Is there some possibility? Incriminating emails. But given the breakdown. In the chain of custody. And the deep fake technology. Nothing on that laptop. Proves anything. Oh and impeaching President Biden. For the crime of being a Democrat. And threatening to shut down the government. And threatening to default on the United States government's sovereign debt. Unless Social Security, Medicare and Obamacare. Is cut to the bone, throwing millions of people. Especially senior citizens into poverty. Go ahead. And make my day. For if you do all of this. And do nothing at all. To address the country's problems. 
there will be a blue wave. In 2024. The voters are sick and tired. Of the Republican chaos brand. The rest follows. Slime oozing out of a TV. I drink coffee. Every morning. Watching the news. Until my eyeballs hurt. And I can't stand it. Anymore. Wanting to shoot the TV. To put it out of its misery. As I think about that. The old Zappa. The song comes to mind. I am the slime. Oozing out of the TV set. Can't look away. Don't change the dial. Folks look at me go. I am the slime. Oozing out of the TV set. Patriot Games. Supporters of U.S. President Donald Trump enter the U.S. Capitol as tear gas fills the corridor on January 6, 2021, in Washington, D.C. Demonstrators breached security and entered the Capitol as Congress debated the 2020 presidential election electoral vote certification. Photo by Saul Loeb slash AFP, photo by Saul Loeb slash AFP via Getty Images. The right-wing spin masters are at it again. Turning the greatest assault on American democracy. The storming of the Capitol on January 6. By an angry mob into a patriotic uprising. Against a communist dictatorship in the making. Fighting to restore traditional Judeo-Christian values. Led by false Christian prophets celebrating. The rise of Christian fascism in America. Calling the angry mob patriots is an affront. To the real patriots. Our grandparents fought World War. Against the Nazis and were the original Antifa. Fox News is now hosting Tucker's broadcast. Siding with neo-fascist autocrats. In Hungary, their newfound best friend. Who is proudly instigating a neo-fascist. A liberal democratic state. Shades of other right-wing autocrats. That the right love to support. Even celebrating the military coup. Myanmar saying there is no reason. That could not happen here. The twice impeached former president. Siding with the enemies of democracy. Doing Putin's bidding killing democracy to save it. As our democracy lies dying as we speak. The mobs are braying to take our country back. Make America great and white again. Soon we will have the proud boys. Oath keepers, Boogaloo Bois, and others. Marching in the streets under Nazi and Confederate banners. Cheering their great leader as he storms back into power. God save America. If he or she still cares? Watching the news. While watching the news. Gloom and doom gives the blues. Not a good morning. Soon I will blow my fuse. Just a bad morning. Filled with forewarning. Soon I must drink wine. Ending with warnings. Drinking my red wine. Makes everything seem fine. Looking at my lovely wife. I sit and admire what is mine. Morning blues. Watching the morning news. Nothing but gloom and doom. Just no more rules. Gives me the blues. Naughty morning blues. My day starts with coffee. Watching the idiot box. Soon it is too much to bear. It gives me the blues. In the year 2022, madness took over. I often thought back. In the Trumpian years. As an aberration. That Americans would wake up. And realize that they had been conned. That conman Don. Was not their friend. That the Republicans. If they could turn. Social Security and Medicare. To the private sector. Enriching Wall Street. While screwing everyone else. Laughing at the fools. Who believe that they care. About them at all. Then 2022 midterms approached. And the airwaves and internet. 
were filled with the vilest conspiracy theories. So many people believed the Q nonsense. That there was a secret cabal. Of cannibals child molesting pedophiles. Drinking children's blood in satanic rituals. Led by shape-shifting aliens. Believing that Donald Trump. Was anointed by God. To battle the satanic democrats. And that someday soon. Storm would erupt. And all the evil ones. Will be rounded up. And Donald Trump. Would once again be president. The latest craze theory. That there are schools. Where children are told. To do their business. In litter boxes. Because the children. Identify as cats. And so, it goes. More madness everywhere. More madness, more drugs. And more guns everywhere. Not just in the US but overseas too. Everywhere leaders are unhinged. Conspiracy theories run amok. Pundits pontificating. Guns proliferating. Hard to see how. This ends well. America. America faces a choice. A choice of embracing democracy. At last a choice of standing up. Against the forces of neo-fascism. As the election season comes to an end. Although it is too close to tell. Americans will make the right choice. Con artists. These days. It seems that there are. So many crafty people. Con artists everywhere. Rampant crime on the rise. Fear abounds everywhere. Upsetting our tidy plans. Leaving us so confused. Vote Diatel. Vote. Today. What the hey. Democracy. Itself may be at play. Will we be a plutocracy? Or even become just a theocracy? Run by an unelected bureaucracy? Or turn into a meritocracy? Or a corporatocracy? Keep fascism at bay. Aristocracy. La Fivas pray. We may. Note. Truth and lies diamante. Right thoughts. Telling, speaking, screaming. Facts, news, pundits, politicians. Lying, scheming, plotting. Lies. Water. The world is faced. With a huge water shortage problem. Throughout the world. We are running out of fresh clean water. Climate change leading to massive droughts. And massive storms and massive floods. Nigeria, Pakistan, and Kentucky underwater. Mississippi water supply compromised. Everywhere we are running out of water. Yet there are solutions. Mandatory water harvesting. In the southwest replacing lawns. With desert plants. Energy efficient watering systems. Shifting to less water intensive agriculture. Setting up urban vertical gardening. Massive desalination plants. Using solar, wind, and tidal power. It will cost a lot. But solutions are possible. If we have the political will. To implement them. America divided into tribal divisions. America divided into tribal divisions. Red states, blue cities. The mass media playing games. So many people believe. That the world is out of control. Spreading calls for civil war. Election workers fear for their life. Guns everywhere. And the former guy who lost. Gleefully throwing gas on the fire. Arrested for feeding the homeless. Sam Jones, a 70-year-old man. Walking down the street. In a Florida city. Thinking that too many people. Ignore the homeless. He thought. But what would happen? If we began to act. Towards others as we should. Sam began a campaign. 
treating homeless people. To coffee and sandwiches. Buying them tents. Buying them clothing. Asking their names. Telling their stories. The city authorities. Were not amused. They arrested him. For violating a local law. Forbidding handing out food. Water and drinks. To people on the street. Without a proper city-issued permit. As a food vendor. The case went to trial. They found him guilty. Sentenced to five years in prison. For helping the homeless. Without the proper food vendor permits. And for contempt of court when he asked the judge. To act according to his professed Christian principles. Elections bringing back the people. The election showed the world. That the power of the people. Will eventually prevail. That sanity might slowly. Be coming back to the land. As MAGA extremists lost. Despite the former guy's attempts. At an unlikely comeback. Election Sinquin. Election. Powerful, profound. Meaningful, moving, provoking. Power to the people. Decisions. Dark money tiger jade. Dark money. So funny. So much corruption in the USA American political world filled with dark black dollars. Democracy is a state, according to scholars. We know how. End it now. Democracy on trial acrostic. Democracy on trial. Everywhere it seems. More in Europe perhaps. Only in America though. Crazy QAnon theories. Right-wing MAGA nut cases. Although they lost in the midterms. Crazy conspiracies have not died out. Yet more craziness to come soon. Democracy Curiel. Democracy itself at the state. People voted in the election. The mass media is filled with hate. Determining what direction. It is up to America. To the people who voted. That is what it is, Erica. Determining what direction. To those who chose not to vote. Do not complain about the results. The winners of the vote should not gloat. Determining what direction. Democracy Minute. American democracy. Is it just plutocracy? Does your vote count? Endless recount. Do elections even matter? Endless chatter. No one cares now. Do we know how? Do we even know what to do? This much is true. All must save it. Must do your bit. First and last dark money. There is just too much dark money. It is no longer so funny. Our politics are so lunny. Democracy is at stake. Politicians are on the take. Does your vote even matter? Amid pundits non-stop chatter. Everyone is mad as a hatter. No one seems to be awake. Politicians are all on the make. The media is filled with liars. Our politics are endless quagmires. Out west endless wildfires. No one cares but smart money. There is just too much dark money. H3 style equals text align, center, greater than Donald Trump runs a full white supremacist campaign white supremacist. Folks. Our opponents denounce us as racists. I say we should be proud to be white people. White people built this country. They say we stole the land from the Indians. I say the Indians were simply in the way and should have been removed because the white people needed the land. There was nothing wrong with that. White people built this country. They say slavery was wrong. I say black people were better off as slaves because they were unable to handle freedom. I say the civil war should never have been fought. The US would have been much better off if we had split up into two nations. I say that the US was better off when white men ruled the country. Women should not be in a position of leadership. Immigration should be restricted to white people as it was during much of our history. 
Immigration should be restricted to white people who are Christian and speak English and should be limited. Too many immigrants. Too many non-white people. The replacement campaign is continuing and the Democrats are the party of niggers, spicks, chinks, gooks, Muslims, pagans, atheists, and coastal elites who hate you and hate white people and hate our movement because we are pro-white, pro-male, and pro-America. They say that we are heading to a civil war. I say bring it on. If the South were to secede and Texas leads the way, I will gladly serve as president of a new confederacy. Regarding foreign policy, it is time to bring the troops back and station them along the southern border. We need to seal the borders to keep the minorities from flooding the country and keep out the drugs and chaos. We need to make marijuana illegal again. We should set up special drug courts where drug dealers will be tried and executed the next day. We need to pull out of NATO. Bring our troops from Asia. Let them defend themselves. We should stop sending aid to Ukraine. Let Russia and Ukraine work it out. Russia has serious and viable security claims in Eastern Europe. Putin is the friend of the white Christian race. Around the world white people are rising and taking back power. We need to do the same. Gay rights should be left to states to decide. If Texas wants to ban same-gender attraction, Hay should be allowed to do so. Civil rights laws should be abolished. If a landlord does not want to rent to minorities, they should be allowed to do so. Let's stand up and proclaim. We are white and we are proud. 30% of the public supported his campaign. The more critics denounced it as a racist campaign, the stronger his campaign became. Five endings, his wins and ushers in fascism. He is indicted and sent to prison. DeSantis takes over his campaign and continues the anti-minority campaign. DeSantis wins and ushers in fascism. A national convention is called and the U.S. splits apart into 10 new countries. A civil war ensues. The Democrats win big in 2024 and restore sanity. Confronted by racists in Oregon nightmare. We go to Oregon and sell our property. While there we run into racists everywhere. It is very unpleasant. In Costco, several white guys confront us in the parking lot yelling racist slurs telling her to go home to China, and calling me a race traitor. I just look at them and say. Mighty Christian behavior. Thanks for sharing your opinion. Now leave. They ask me what did you say? I said. You are a good Christian. Now leave us alone. Are you mocking us? Nope. Not at all. Just leave us alone. One guy pulls out a gun and points it at us. I look at him and say. Really? Do you want to shoot us in broad daylight? What would Jesus do? Angela tries to intervene, and they slap her. I call for help and security comes outside. We decide to press charges of assault. Someone filmed it and the video went viral. We are interviewed. I tell them that I am not a Christian, but just thought that perhaps if I appeal to their faith, they might reconsider what they were doing and unfortunately that did not work. Something wicked this way comes. Something wicked this way comes. With the Republicans taking over the House. About to launch endless investigations about Hunter Biden. And the January 6th political prisoners. And the former president running. Back on Twitter that is imploding. And climate change running amok. Gunmen still rampaging across the land. Dear God make, IT all go away. Dear God. Watching the news unfold. The non-ending problems. Inflation, crime, climate change. The world unhinged. And our new house leader's response. Their number one priority. Investigate Hunter Biden. Number two. Have Margot Taylor Green lead. The investigation. Of the January 6th committee. For doing their jobs. Their other priorities include. 
insisting the solution to climate change. Drill more oil and coal. And stop subsiding on renewable energy. The solution to gun violence. Useless prayers and thoughts. And more guns for everyone. Insisting that the government cut. Social Security and Medicaid. Or else they will let the government default. And the former president. Is running for re-election. And is now back on Twitter. Which is going bankrupt. As the advertisers flee. And hate fills the Twitter. And FB social media. Dear God. I say to you. If you have the power. To intervene in our lives. Please dear God. Make it all go away. Restore sanity and civility. Have the former president. Get the justice he deserves. And our leaders put aside. Their games. And start solving problems. That is my prayer today. Bugs Bunny Q. One day Bugs Bunny came to life. Went on national TV. To launch his crusade. Wearing a red MAGA hat. He endorsed the former president. Who he called his good friend. The best president ever. He wants to quote Q. And talk about the dangerous. Dark conspiracy. Of Satan worshipping. Child cannibals. Led by the evil Elmer Fudd. American democracy memento. American democracy. We must choose to save it. Fill with hate. American. Plutocracy. We must all do our bit. Make it great. We must all do our given part. Together find our way. Go forward. Let's come together as a start. Keep the hate at bay. Straightforward. Having their cake and eat IT2 writers cramp. Politicians often try. To have their cake. And eat it too. Running around. Throwing gasoline. On the political fires. Touré wars. Then acting shocked. That anyone old carry out. Acts of political violence. Based on their overheated rhetoric. Shedding copious crocodile tears. The dead don't care, they are merely ghosts. Democratic Constanza. Democracy is still at risk. In my American homeland. Must do our part, and take a stand. The election showed there is still a high risk. Voters have to make a decision. Just turn off the television. Wired in our news hard disk. What will be our country's future? Will it be with Trump, the moocher? Like a political slip disk. We must do our part, pick a side. And save our country's future pride. Just filled with political zisk. Democratic chimerica? Or a fascist America? The world after. The future is not yet written. The world can still be saved. But the end of humanity. Could be at hand. The world is burning up. Fires out of control. Ice caps melting. Temperatures rising. Hatred spreading. Neo-fascism on the right. Democracy threatened. End of the world fears. Filling the world. Yet to come. The rot starts at the top. Watching the news unfold. About the massive spying operation. Targeted against democratic opponents. Of the former guy. The old Chinese Confucian adage. Pops to mind. The rot starts at the head. Meaning rotten fish of course. But also applies. To rotten political actors. This scandal is probably. Just the tip. Of a very large rotten iceberg. Where it will lead. Is anyone's guess. But will the former guy. Be held accountable. For this crime? Probably not. Just add it to the list. Of all his other crimes. 
and wait until hell freezes over. For justice to be done. Cancel culture run amok. I am so sick. And tired. Of the so-called cancel culture. Nonsense. That has spread out. Along the right-wing media verse. Infecting the public. With their hatred and disdain. I don't know what it all means. Something about political speech. Social conservatives. Being cancelled. By left-wing woke mobs. In the mainstream media. Libtard coastal elites. And tech giants. Seems that they don't like. Being held to account. For minimal standards. Of decent behavior. For example, not spreading lies. About COVID vaccinations. I mean you Senator Johnson. Banned by YouTube for a week. Or inciting a riot. I mean you. Former guy. And his minions. Used to be. That we were all. Held to account. For decent behavior. By a sense of public shame. So, we did not go there. We knew where the lines were. And respected them. But in the era. Of the former guy. All civilized restraints. Have gone out the window. I say to my Republican friends. If you don't want to be cancelled. Don't say or do disgusting things. Don't spread hate and misinformation. Then we would not have to. Cancel your nonsense. Until then I need to shut. Off the damn media noise box. Senator Johnson banned on YouTube for spreading lies found poem. YouTube suspended. Senator Ron Johnson's account. To spread medical misinformation. The company specifically. Prohibits content. That contradicts public health guidance. The Republican. Routinely holds Senate hearings. Where he promotes. Baseless conspiracy theories. Big tech and mainstream media. Believe they are smarter. Than medical doctors. Who have devoted their lives to science. And use their skills to save lives. They have decided. There is only one medical viewpoint allowed. And it is the viewpoint dictated. By government agencies. Johnson, who promoted the big lie. That led to the assault. On the U.S. Capitol in January. Johnson has used his position. As a senator to promote. Baseless conspiracy theories. And undermine trust in public institutions. Johnson's continuing assault on the truth. Often under the guise. Of simply asking questions. About facts. Is helping to diminish confidence. In American institutions. At a perilous moment. When the health and economic well-being of the nation relies heavily on on mass vaccinations and when faith in democracy is shaken by right-wing falsehoods about voting comment it is for that act those comments went too far led youtube to cancel senator johnson now if only we can get he to just shut up and go away perhaps the voters will finally be moved to cancel him for good driving our politics is fear. What is driving our politics? More than anything else. Is the fear of the other. Fear of the enemy. Fear of the end. The American experiment. With democracy. The day after 9 to 11 US visa officers perspective. 9 to 11 2021 was the classic black swan event. A low probability event that changed almost everything. The world can be divided into a pre 9 11 world and a post 9 to 11 world. 9-11 led to the Afghanistan war, which recently concluded, the Iraq war, the Syria war, the Libyan civil war, 
countless wars in Africa, the war on terror, the Muslim travel ban, the war on domestic dissent in so many parts of the world, all justified as a reaction against the events of that September day. Here are some of my reflections on the events of 9 to 11 including a prose poem about where I was that terrible day. It affected me deeply because at the time I was a U.S. immigration officer in the State Department serving in Mumbai, Bombay, India. 9 to 11 Fridge Based on Fridge Magnet Poems Daily Prompt HTTPS colon slash slash fridge dot io slash question mark MC underscore SID equals 892A002A18 and MC underscore ED equals 7C5E331 A2. Following 9-11. Patriots Blunder. Whack. Worry Frequently. About Terrorists and Muslims. Whomever, wherever they are. Reflections on 911 where I was prose poem. On 9-11. When the plane struck the World Trade Center. Unleashing evil on the world. I was working. At the Deputy Consular Chief at the U.S. Consulate. In Mumbai. I was at a Polish National Day event. Chatting with the Polish ambassador. And his charming wife. Someone told me. I needed to check out the news. Saw the CNN news feed. Rushed back to the consulate. To prepare our response. I put together a task force focused on helping American citizens. In our district, I worked almost 15 to 20 hours. For almost three days. Before finally getting a night off. We continued to process visas. During this time. But our priority. Was to reach out to the Americans. Who lived in our district. And to monitor the reactions of Indians. Especially Muslims living in our district. I tracked down my wife. Who had gone into emergency action in her position in Korea as a ME officer. We both reflected. That if she had not taken the job in Korea. She might have died that day. As she had been working in the op center. At the Pentagon which was destroyed. Since it was shift work. If she had been on the early morning shift. It might have been game over for her. Reflections on 9 to 11. 9 to 11. The event that launched. The war on terror. That led to Afghanistan led to Iraq, led to Syria, and so many other wars. Secret and not so secret. War on dissent at home. All because of 911. A true black swan event. That almost destroyed our country. And still has ramifications. All over the world. 911. A day that truly. Will live. In infamy. 9 to 11 unleashed evil. World lurks in the deadliest places. Evil came to town on 911. The day that evil swept over the world. A true black swan event. That transformed everything. Splitting the world into a pre-9-11 world. And a post-9-11 world. Unleashing the war on terror, the wars in Afghanistan, the wars in Iraq, the war in Libya, the war in Syria, the wars in Africa, the horrors of ISIS, the horrors of the Taliban resurgent the horrors of Al-Qaeda and all the rest of the Muslim terrorists, the war in the streets of any big city, the war on Muslims, the war on Christians, the war on Jews, the apartheid in Palestine, the wars on dissent at home, the Arab Spring. Many things can be traced. To the impact of 9-11. One of the most unlikely events. Of recent history that transformed. Everything. Yes there was a pre-9-11 world. Hard to imagine now and a post-9 to 11 worldwide police state. On steroids. Lost democracy at home. And abroad. We are still coping. 
with the damages unleashed by the evil plane bombers, fulfilling their mad desires, their dictates from their mad god, transforming the world, unleashing evil in the once innocent world. Cosmos's 2022 and 2024 predictions. Dear Nancy, time to go, dear Joe, go bold or go home. Revised. URL https colon slash slash wp dot me slash p7 nazo 29 onancy pelosi nancy pelosi executive summary i predict the house and senate will remain in the hands of the democrats in 2022 and 2024 but a lot depends on who the republicans run if they run right-wing darlings like trump or desantis they lose if they run sane moderate republican governors like hogan they will win if the democrats nominate someone other than biden or harris they will probably win if Biden runs again, a narrow victory, if Harris runs, they lose, again depending upon the Republican candidate, if Trump runs the third party, the Democrats will win. The Democratic donor class should be encouraging Trump to run the third party. Calling his party, the Christian Patriot Party. What do I know? Why listen to me? I am a lifelong Democrat, having grown up in Berkeley in the late 60s and 70s. I served in the Peace Corps and became a Foreign Service Officer retiring in 2016. I live in South Korea, as I have my wife's family living here. I hope to return to the Bay Area in another year. I grew up in a politically active family. I served as president of my high school and a student senator at college. My father, Curtis Cosmos Olay, was the president of the Berkeley Co-op and the Peralta Community College District, served as Undersecretary of Labor for Johnson and was a professor and dean at SF State, and ran for Congress against Ron Dellums winning 40% in the primary election in 1974. I have voted for president since 1974 when I voted against Nixon. I voted for Carter twice, and for the Democrats for president in every election. But I also correctly forecast the election returns in every election since 1974. Here are my predictions for 2022 and 2024, which I will share with the Democratic leadership and post any responses I may receive. Comments welcomed. 2202 predictions. 2022 is shaping up to be the most consequential midterm in recent history. The future of America and our democracy are at stake. So far if I had to bet, I would bet on the Senate being held by the Democrats, maybe even a pickup as the math favors the Democrats this time around, including several open seats due to retirements in Ohio and elsewhere. The House is more of a toss-up. Note, I correctly saw that the red wave was an illusion, the House barely flips sides, and the Democrats hold on to the Senate. If the Democrats are smart, they would announce that Nancy P. and the aging leadership are all retiring to open the field to a new generation of leaders. This opens up the Democratic leadership to a challenge along generational lines equals as the Republicans continue to paint them as coastal elites out of touch with real Americans, which will resonate because there is an element of truth to that. Fortunately, after the election the House leadership changed hands ushering in a new generation of leaders, long overdue in my opinion. A lot depends on the following. Factors favoring the Dems. If the Democrats can paint Marjorie Taylor Greene and her ilk as the face of the Republican Party, they can pull off a win. Marjorie Taylor Greene et al. play along acting crazy. Make them the face of the Republican Party- The impact of the January 6 Hours Commission, clearly shows how despicable and dangerous Republicans are, and how complicit they were in plotting a coup. Trump continues hinting he is running in 2024. Trump endorses candidates who win the primaries and lose the general. Trump is indicted and or is sent to prison equals could cut either way equals making him a martyr or turning off the average American to the MAGA crowd. Republican infighting continues positive for Dems. 
Much better unified messaging showing how democratic policies are helping average Americans. The state of COVID by August dash if it is over the Democrats get a bump. State of the economy by August, if inflation slows up, the jobless numbers remain good, and the Democrats get a bump. Impact of the big infrastructure bill, will people see it as working? Democrats get unified positive for Dems. Democratic turnout is higher than normal despite voter suppression efforts. Gerrymandering is not as bad as expected mixed signals so far. Biden's approval rating is above 50% by September. The war in Ukraine ended with a victory Ukraine gives a bump to Biden. Spreading of ranked choice voting systems, as these systems tend to produce more politically centrist candidates, and slightly favor the Democratic Party candidates. The spread of jungle primary systems, as these systems tend to produce more politically centrist candidates, slightly favors the Democratic Party candidates. California is the biggest state to embrace both of these more democratic voting systems, but the idea is spreading. Most recently, NYC adopted a ranked voting system, which led to the election of Eric Adams, who was everyone's second choice, and not the first choice for most voters. He is a moderate Democrat in a blue progressive dominated city. Factors favoring the Republicans. The Republicans will make Nancy the symbol of a coastal elite old political hack leadership out of touch with American voters and values which will resonate as there is a kernel of truth to that charge. In short, they will hear, and so-called socialist left woke SF values the face of the Democratic Party, not Biden so much or Harris. Nancy Pelosi. Trump announces he is retiring, is imprisoned, or dies, removing the biggest obstacle to the resurgence of the Republican Party. The economy stumbles and favors Republicans. Republicans nominate centrist moderates resisting the MAGA crusade. Gerrymandering and voter suppression works as advertised, news out of Texas is not good, 25% of absentee ballots were rejected. Democrats continue their fratricidal infighting, can't get a unified message. Republicans are successful in painting the Democratic leadership as old coastal elitist political hacks out of touch with Americans and not dealing with the nation's problems due to being too weak internationally and domestically, and beholden to a socialist left-wing woke social warrior culture run amok. The culture wars ignite the Republican base, leading to a higher turnout among the base. Neutral factors. Retirements equals could be cut either way. The deaths of aging leaders could go either way. What is the average age of Congress? The average age of the 117th Congress is 59 years old and the median is 60 years old. This is much higher than the median age of 38 years in the United States in 2019, according to the U.S. Census Bureau. Of its 435 members, the House has 38 members born in the 1980s and one born in the 1990s, while the Senate welcomed its first millennial. But the age groups with the biggest gains, compared to the 116th Congress, were those born in the 1930s and 1960s. Members in the 80-plus and 50-to-59 age groups saw gains, while the 30-to-39 age group saw the biggest losses. Members of Congress are, overall, getting older. Age of the Senate The average age of the Senate is 63 years. The most popular years of birth are 1952 and 1954, with seven members each. Who are the oldest members of Congress? From Alaska, all the way to Alabama, the oldest members of the 117th Congress were all born in the early 1930s. Most of them are members of the Senate. Specifically, the five oldest members of Congress are four Republicans and one Democrat. Don Young, age 87, is the Republicans. Representative for Alaska's at-large congressional district. He has served for 25 terms since 1973 and is the current longest-serving member in Congress. Just passed away as of March 19, 2022. Dianne Feinstein, 
age 87, is a Democratic senator from California running for re-election. Chuck Grassley, age 87, is a Republican senator from Iowa running for re-election. Richard Shelby, age 86, is a Republican senator from Alabama running for re-election. Jim Inhofe, age 86, is a Republican senator from Oklahoma running for re-election. Mitch M.C. Connell, 83. Dick Schumer, 75. Who are the youngest members? As for the youngest members of the 117th Congress, they are all part of the House of Representatives. Most were born in the 1980s except the youngest member of them all. Here are the five youngest members of Congress. Three Democrats, two Republicans Madison Cawthorn, age 25, is the Republicans. Representative for North Carolina's 11th Congressional District. He is the first member of Congress born in the 1990s. Note, defeated in his re-election bid. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, age 31, is the Democratic representative for New York's 14th Congressional District. Sarah Jacobs, age 31, is the Democratic representative for California's 53rd Congressional District. Richie Torres, age 32, is the Democratic representative for New York's 15th Congressional District. Jake Law Turner, age 32, is the Democratic representative for Kansas's 2nd Congressional District. How does age relate to party? Overall, the average age for Republicans in Congress is 58 and 60 for Democrats. Looking specifically at each party in each chamber, the averages are also very similar. Average age of the 117th Congress leadership. As mentioned before, Congress is getting older. When looking specifically at the leadership in each party, the averages are even higher with Democrats brushing close to 70. Bottom line, Senate to the Democrats due to the math more than anything else. While I hope the Dems maintain the House, it is too close to call could be a two-vote margin by Democrats, or a two-to-three margin by the Republicans, but I don't see a red wave coming nor do I see a blue wave coming. The gerrymandering in place slightly favors the Republicans perhaps giving them five additional seats, and demographic changes mean additional seats in red states and a loss in NY, California, and New Jersey of one seat each. The Average Age of Congress 2024 Predictions 2024 is shaping up to be the most consequential election in recent history. The future of America and our democracy are at stake. So far if I had to bet, I would bet on the Democrats winning the presidency, but not Biden running again due to age and health concerns or Kamala Harris making it, and Trump not running due to age, or legal impediments, or death, on the Senate being held by the Democrats, maybe even a pickup as the math favors the Democrats this time around including several open seats due to retirements and deaths, and the House could go either way, lots depends on who wins the midterms, and the success of the voter suppression movement. My advice slash predictions to the Democratic leadership, I will share this with them, are the following. Biden should retire at the end of his term but announce that he wants an open primary and not endorse any candidate until the dust settles and a clear leader emerges. The rest of the aging leadership should all retire as well, opening up political space for the next generation of leaders to organically emerge. Kamala Harris stumbles and another candidate emerges. If the Democrats are smart, they would nominate a moderate problem-solving centrist who can win in red or purple states equals the governor of Michigan fits the bill. Preferably a woman, as it is time for a woman president. The VP should be a Hispanic or perhaps Asian American male. Again, a governor would be preferable but a senator or big city major would be a good pick as well. I would avoid two women candidates as that might be a step too far for now. The theme should be time for a renewed commitment to an America that works for everyone that we are in it together and are united as Americans. Other themes would be continuing rebuilding our failing physical infrastructure, including our public health systems. Fighting climate change.
investing in the next generation of technologies, including robotics and AI systems, recommitting to the space program, enacting some version of the Build Back Better initiative, continuing to work on rebuilding our alliances, reforming our failed immigration system, fighting against voter suppression efforts, encouraging more democratic voting systems such as ranked vote and jungle primaries, and an old throwback, enacting term limits dash this is a winning issue with the public and will disarm potential Republican attacks. On old, tired, political elitist coastal hacks running the Democratic Party leadership. The Democrats should seize this issue as a sort of political jujutsu move. That would be brilliant. Starting with the retirement of the oldest members of both parties to bring in a younger generation of leaders. If term limits are a good thing for the presidency they are a good thing for Congress to embrace and would be very popular. I'd suggest 12 years, 6 terms, in the House and 3 terms in the Senate for a total of 30 years of service with mandatory retirement at age 70. Avoid getting sucked into the culture wars nonsense it is a waste of time, and resources and puts you on the defensive, just no upside to it at all. The less you say this the better, let them come off as unhinged and out of touch. The focus should be on building on the solid accomplishments of the Biden era and looking forward with a positive, optimistic message. I would also not get trapped into running an anti-Republican campaign. That was a losing message for Hillary, and also a bit for Biden. People need to hear a positive, powerful optimistic message but pointing out that the Republican candidate is a neo-fascist authoritarian wannabe is fine, but that cannot be the only message or the main message. Keeping it positive, upbeat, and focused on solid accomplishments for the American people is the key. Remember, they have to want to vote for you, not just vote against them. A winning slogan could be. Democrats, the party that gets stuff done for the American people. I would also avoid getting too sucked into the progressive wish lists, and remember the adage to never let the perfect be the enemy of the good. Remember that people have to want to vote for you and just against the other guy. You could run through an anti-Republican slogan such as. Republicans, tools of the 1%, the party of fascists, insurrectionists, deficit spending and ignoring the needs of the American people. And Resecrect Harry's Truman Do Nothing Congress worked wonders for him and would be another winning slogan. If the Republicans are smart, Trump will retire for the good of the party and the country, under the excuse of age, health, or legal impediments. Then they should have an open primary. Predictions for the Republican ticket. My prediction would be DeSantis wins the nomination and picks perhaps Senator Cotton as his VP. This would unite the MAGA crows and the cultural wars crowds. But also provide a solid line of attack for the Democratic nominee. I don't see a pathway for Ted Cruz as he has too many enemies, everyone who knows him or has worked with him hates his guts. I also don't see a pathway for Josh Hawley either for similar reasons. I can see Marjorie Taylor Greene running but flaming out during the primary. Finally, I don't see a Trump-Biden rematch but if that happens, I will bet that Biden would defeat Trump. The other unlikely prospect is that the Republicans get smart and nominate either the governor of Ohio or Maryland and run a positive upbeat campaign as the party that gets stuff done for the American people. Note, great slogan, the Democrats should use it before the Republicans use it. While painting the Democrats as old, political hacks who are out of touch, cultural justice warrior elitists from coastal blue states. That would be a powerful campaign theme because unfortunately, there is an element of truth to it. And they would probably win the House, Senate, and Presidency, but fortunately, for the Democrats, they are far more likely to nominate a cultural warrior nutcase like DeSantis, with either Cotton as VP or the Virginian governor as VP. If Biden runs, a toss-up. If Kamala runs a toss-up. If the governor of Michigan or another female governor runs, Democrats probably win. 
If DeSantis runs, probably Republicans will fail, but if someone like Marilyn Hogan runs, the Republicans will win. If Trump wins the nomination as a Republican, Republicans will probably fail as well. If Trump runs third party, too close to call but he would not win as a third party candidate. If he runs, he should name his party, the Christian Patriot Party, the CPP in short. The Senate and House would both probably go to the Democrats despite voter suppression efforts as the math and demographics favor the Democratic Party. A personal note. I am married to a Korean-American woman whom I met in Korea and thus would love to see Hogan elected and have the first Asian-American, Korean, first lady. My bottom line prediction. Both Biden and Trump retire due to age and health concerns, and Trump's legal woes become too insurmountable, not to mention the donor class is turning against him. Kamala Harris does not win the primary contests, as the Democrats selected a more centrist problem-solving figure who defeats the likely Republican nominee, DeSantis. Whoever loses, concedes as we restore the tradition of a peaceful transition of power. Senate and House go to the Democrats, but with narrow majorities. The rest of the country continues to be split into about 25 red states and 20 blue states, a blue DC, blue PR, blue VI, purple Guam and Samoa, purple military, and five purple states. To my fellow Americans. I am writing this plead. To my fellow Americans. I am tired of the excuses. Tired of hearing. Your lame reasons. For not getting a vaccination. For not masking up. For not taking COVID seriously. I am tired of hearing about. People dying. I am tired of hearing about gun violence. I am tired of hearing about the West burning up. The East flooding out. The monster storms everywhere. The politicians doing nothing at all. To solve any of these problems. Instead of playing games. Acting as if all of these problems were beyond our control. Like the weather. Can't do anything about it. Nothing but lies. Yes America. I am tired. I say again. I am tired. Of your lame excuses. But this is something. We can all do something about it. We can choose to get a free vaccine. We can choose to continue to wear a mask. We can choose to not kill someone with a gun. We can choose to take the bus. We can choose to drive an electric vehicle. We can choose to love one another. We can choose to save the world. Or you can choose. To be a narcissistic self-centered asshole. A real scumbag. Following your hero. The orange man. Following him straight to hell. Where do you think this will end? It will not be a good outcome. For any of us. Especially for you, my friend. You could die, your parents could die. Your children could die and you have the power to do something about each of us has the power to change the world but the change must come from all of us we are all connected we are all god's children we are all each others brothers and sisters f none of this convinces you think what jesus would tell you i don't need to tell you you know in your heart what needs to be done i conclude with this i don't want to hear it no Moss. Excuses. Just. Do. The. Right. Thing. The life you save. Maybe your own. Page break. Ode to our firefighter heroes. Watching the burning of the West. From my air-conditioned apartment. Halfway across the world in Korea. I am filled with dismay. How the country has gotten. To this dark and dangerous place. Where the world is burning up. 
Climate change is out of control. Gun violence epidemic raging everywhere. No one is safe anywhere from the rampaging gunmen. The nation's leaders refuse to do anything at all. As the world burns, COVID spreads, and more people die from guns. Yet there are American heroes. The firefighters, the first responders, the EMTs, the park rangers, the doctors, the nurses, truck drivers, bus drivers, the workers of America. These American heroes, including prisoners, put their lives on the line. 24-7. Working in truly hellish conditions. In temperatures above 100 degrees. Breathing in deadly smoke. Without enough supplies. Not enough water. Not enough of anything. But like all true heroes. They merely suit up. And go to work. Doing whatever they can do. To save us all. From the burning of America. From the COVID disaster. From the gun violence. The monster storms. The collapsing buildings. I salute them. From the bottom of my heart. They are the true heroes. In our times. Everyone should salute them. Everyone should applaud them. Everyone should thank them. For saving our lives. Our nations and world leaders. Should get their act together. Declaring a state of planetary emergency. Everyone must get together. And address the problem. Facing our world. Global emergency. The world is facing a worldwide crisis. Everything is falling apart. The world is burning up. Monster storms flooding Europe. COVID spreading everywhere. Inflation rearing its ugly head. Gun violence tearing us apart. Politics fall apart. As politicians. Play the blame game. Spreading toxic lies. And endless venom. The sad reality. We are all to blame. Every last one of us shares the blame. We have known for decades that we could not continue down this path. The solutions are obvious. We have known this for years. It is time for the world leaders, both government and corporate, to declare a state of worldwide emergency. Everyone must do their part to save the world now. The billionaire classes should rise up and demonstrate real leadership rather than waste time flying into space and they should donate their vast fortunes to save the world. The time for games is over. The world is dying. Even the billionaires may die as the world burns. We are in this together. We are human brothers and sisters. Please do your part to save the world before the problems overwhelm us. Ending our world civilization. We must move to green energy now. Everyone must get vaccinated. Get the assault weapons off the street. Institute real gun control measures. Yet due to our political dysfunction. Nothing meaningful. Will be done. As the politicians dither and dither. And nothing is done. As the world burns. Civilization slowly dies. Democracy cannot survive. The rise of the warlords. Is inevitable. The world ends. In fire, floods. And endless violence. So many people will die unless we all do our part to save the world slash the hour is getting late. But we have not met our fate. Despite the late date, if we do nothing, soon we will all become ghosts. Joining the other ghosts of our recent past. Joining the fire ghosts. The corona ghosts. 
The gun ghosts. The storm ghosts. And all the other ghosts. Their voices. Crying in the wind. No one left alive. To mourn their death. Page break. Please America get vaccinated against COVID. It is a sad state of affairs. That so many of our fellow citizens. Just can't be bothered. To get a free vaccine. That may save their lives. And the lives of those around them. They simply don't care. About the rest of us. The anti-vax crusaders. Say that no one should be forced. To get a vaccine. Yet we force people to wear seat belts. Force people to wear helmets. Force people to drive within the speed limit. Prohibit drunk driving. All of these are an infringement. On our freedom. To be irresponsible and careless. Yet we have decided. It is better to have people. Wear a seat belt. To drive within the speed limit. And not drunk drive. Because these simple measures. Save lives. The same thing applies to wearing a mask. And getting a vaccine. A small inconvenience to an induvial. Yet may save many lives. In the end. I can only offer this plea. Many of you are Christians. And you know what Jesus. Would say. Just shut up. Wear a mask. And get vaccinated. It is God's will. Just do it for me. Please my fellow citizens. Please get a vaccine. To protect your life. To protect my life. And do the right thing. Thanksgiving poems. Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving Day. I am grateful. That I am still alive. And kicking. At age 67. Still married. To my one and only wife. Thankful that I have enough money. To retire comfortably. And live until I die. Without falling into poverty. I am thankful for my friends. Far and wide. That is what. I celebrate Thanksgiving. Letter to Republicans. Biden is not a communist, so shut up with that nonsense. Dear Republicans. Lately the airwaves. Of the Fox alternative universe. Has been filled with pernicious nonsense. Uttered by all the pundits. And Republican leaders. The pernicious nonsense. Is that Joe Biden, and the entire. Democratic Party. Has been taken over. By Marxists. Determined to turn the US. Either into Cuba, Venezuela. Communist China or North Korea. But oddly not Russia. Who some believe now. Is our friend. Anyone alive. For the last 30 years. Knows that communism died. A long time ago. There are no communists anywhere. Even in China, no one believes. In classic communism. And Joe Biden may be many things. But a hardcore Marxist communist. Working to turn the US into a communist country. Is not one of them. The only people who believe this nonsense. Are aging John Birchers. Who still screams about the communist menace. And perhaps a few aging left-wing radicals. Who still believe in Marxism. So please just shut up. About communism. And other imaginary bogeymen. The world after. The future is not yet written. The world can still be saved. But the end of humanity. Could be at hand. The world is burning up. Fires out of control. Ice caps melting. Temperatures rising. Hatred spreading. Neo-fascism on the right. Democracy threatened. End of the world fears. Filling the world. Yet to come. The rot starts at the top. 
watching the news unfold. About the massive spying operation. Targeted against Democratic opponents. Of the former guy. The old Chinese Confucian adage. Pops to mind. The rot starts at the head. Meaning rotten fish of course. But also applies. To rotten political actors. This scandal is probably. Just the tip. Of a very large rotten iceberg. Where it will lead. Is anyone's guess. But will the former guy. Be held accountable. For this crime? Probably not. Just add it to the list. Of all his other crimes. And wait until hell freezes over. For justice to be done. Cancel culture run amok. I am so sick. And tired. Of the so-called cancel culture. Nonsense. That has spread out. Along the right-wing media verse. Infecting the public. With their hatred and disdain. I don't know what it all means. Something about political speech. Social conservatives. Being cancelled. By left-wing woke mobs. In the mainstream media. Libtard coastal elites. And tech giants. Seems that they don't like. Being held to account. For minimal standards. Of decent behavior. For example, not spreading lies. About COVID vaccinations. I mean you Senator Johnson. Banned by YouTube for a week. Or inciting a riot. I mean you. Former guy. And his minions. Used to be. That we were all. Held to account. For decent behavior. By a sense of public shame. So, we did not go there. We knew where the lines were. And respected them. But in the era. Of the former guy. All civilized restraints. Have gone out the window. I say to my Republican friends. If you don't want to be cancelled. Don't say or do disgusting things. Don't spread hate and misinformation. Then we would not have to. Cancel your nonsense. Until then I need to shut. Off the damn media noise box. Senator Johnson banned on YouTube for spreading lies found poem. YouTube suspended. Senator Ron Johnson's account. To spread medical misinformation. The company specifically. Prohibits content. That contradicts public health guidance. The Republican. Routinely holds Senate hearings. Where he promotes. Baseless conspiracy theories. Big tech and mainstream media. Believe they are smarter. Than medical doctors. Who have devoted their lives to science. And use their skills to save lives. They have decided. There is only one medical viewpoint allowed. And it is the viewpoint dictated. By government agencies. Johnson, who promoted the big lie. That led to the assault. On the US Capitol in January. Has used his position. As a senator to promote baseless conspiracy theories. And undermine trust in public institutions. Johnson's continuing assault on the truth. Often under the guise of simply asking questions. About facts. Is helping to diminish confidence in American institutions. At a perilous moment. When the health and economic well-being. Of the nation relies heavily on. On mass vaccinations. And when faith in democracy. Is shaken by right-wing falsehoods. About voting. Comment, it is for that act. Those comments went too far. Led YouTube. To cancel Senator Johnson. Now if only we can get. He to just shut up. And go away. Perhaps the voters. Will finally be moved. To cancel him for good. End comment.
driving our politics is fear. What is driving our politics? More than anything else. Is the fear of the other. Fear of the enemy. Fear of the end. The American experiment. With democracy. 9 to 11 fridge poem. Reflections on 9 to 11 where I was prose poem. Reflections on 9 to 11 where was I then? Reflections on 9 to 11 9 to 11. 9 to 11 unleashed evil. The day after 9 to 11 US visa officers perspective. 9 to 11 reflections. 9 to 11 2021 was the classic black swan event. A low probability event that changed almost everything. The world can be divided into a pre 9 11 world and a post 9 to 11 world. 9 to 11 led to the Afghanistan war, which recently concluded, the Iraq war, the Syria war, the Libyan civil war, countless wars in Africa, the war on terror, the Muslim travel ban, the war on domestic dissent in so many parts of the world, all justified as a reaction against the events of that September day. Here are some of my reflections on the events of 9 to 11 including a prose poem about where I was that terrible day. It affected me deeply because at the time I was a US immigration officer in the State Department serving in Mumbai, Bombay, India. Page break. 9 to 11 fridge. Based on fridge magnet poems daily prompt https colon slash slash fridge dot io slash question mark mc underscore sid equals 892a002a18 and mc underscore ed equals 7c5e331 a2. Following 9-11. Patriots blunder. Whack. Worry frequently. About terrorists and Muslims. Whomever, wherever they are. Prompt words. Blunder. Whack. Tapered. 9-11. Whomever. Possibly. Pedicure. Embezzle. Worry. Frequent. Scoop. Mew. Casey Musgraves. Surfer. Quickly. NFL. Marshall. They. Rain. Pineal. Matrix. Titanic. Accepting. Fabulous. Clement. Abby. Hawaii. Rock. Uphill. Flame. Washi. Twin Towers. Patriots. Ox. Junket. Audit. Static. Commensurate. Worried face. Bye. Breed. Sharp. Numb. Spaceship. Cyborg. Unclog. Reflections on 911 where I was prose poem. On 9 to 11. When the plane struck the World Trade Center. Unleashing evil on the world. I was working. At the deputy consular chief at the US consulate. In Mumbai. I was at a Polish National Day event. Chatting with the Polish ambassador. And his charming wife. Someone told me. I needed to check out the news. Saw the CNN news feed. Rushed back to the consulate. To prepare our response. I put together a task force focused on helping American citizens. In our district. I worked almost 15 to 20 hours. For almost three days. Before finally getting a night off. We continued to process visas. During this time. But our priority. Was to reach out to the Americans. Who lived in our district. And to monitor the reactions of Indians. Especially Muslims living in our district. I tracked down my wife. Who had gone into emergency action in her position in Korea as a ME officer. We both reflected. That if she had not taken the job in Korea. She might have died that day.
as she had been working in the ops center. At the Pentagon which was destroyed. Since it was shift work. If she had been on the early morning shift. It might have been game over for her. Reflections on 9-11-9-11. 9-11. The event that launched. The war on terror. That led to Afghanistan. Led to Iraq. Led to Syria. And so many other wars. Secret and not so secret. War on dissent at home. All because of 911. A true black swan event. That almost destroyed. Our country. And still has ramifications. All over the world. 911. A day that truly. Will live. In infamy. 9 to 11 unleashed evil. World lurks in the deadliest places. Evil came to town on 911. The day that evil swept over the world. A true black swan event. That transformed everything. Splitting the world into a pre-9-11 world. And a post-9-11 world. Unleashing the war on terror, the wars in Afghanistan, the wars in Iraq, the war in Libya, the war in Syria, the wars in Africa, the horrors of ISIS, the horrors of the Taliban resurgent, the horrors of Al-Qaeda and all the rest of the Muslim terrorists, the war in the streets of any big city, the war on Muslims, the war on Christians, the war on Jews, the apartheid in Palestine, the wars on dissent at home, the Arab Spring. So many things can be traced. To the impact of 9-11. One of the most unlikely events. Of recent history. That transformed. Everything. Yes there was a pre-9-11 world. Hard to imagine now. And a post-9-11 worldwide police state. On steroids. Lost democracy at home. And abroad. We are still coping. With the damages unleashed. By the evil plane bombers. Fulfilling their mad desires. Their dictates from their mad god. Transforming the world. Unleashing evil. In the once innocent world. The day after 9-11 US visa officers perspective poetic blooming. 9-11 changed everything. For the lowly visa officers. Around the world. Especially for American visa officers. Before 9-11. The emphasis was on efficiency. Issuing as many visas as possible. Refusing as few as possible. Looking the other way. At minor incidents of fraud. When in doubt. Just say yes. Terrorism was not a concern at all. No one anticipated. The horrible events of 9-11. All the hijackers. Had been issued visas. They were considered low-risk applicants. As most Saudi citizens were. Few overstayed. None wanted to work. Illegally in the US the students studied. Came back home. Saudi, the UAE, and Oman. Were about to be approved. For the visa waiver program. They met the criteria. Low refusal rates. Low overstay rates. Terrorism was not a concern. Although the CIA was blocking it. On 9-12 and afterward. Everything changed. Just say yes. Became just saying no. Fraud became a big concern. Terrorism is an overwhelming concern. Saudi, Oman, and UAE became overnight. Suspicious characters. Extreme vetting began. Years before Trump. Announced it. Interviewing everyone. Became the policy overnight. Biometrics were rushed to be deployed. Everyone including kings. Must be enrolled. No exceptions. Zero tolerance of visa infractions. Became the norm. 
both at state and the new DHS. Airports became unfriendly nightmares for foreign visitors, as did the embassies, where visa officers were now free to be mean, abrupt. Just say no, became the motto. The officers had two minutes to go through the ever-expanding security checks etc. Anything at all. That took two more minutes. This led to a quick denial. Denials were seldom overcome. Even when it was obvious that the visa should have been an issue. The visa function almost moved to the new neo-fascist Department of Homeland Security. Nicknamed by its critics as the Homeland Security Ministry. The Homeland Security Department. Send visa security officers overseas to police the lax State Department whose prior courtesy culture was mocked. The new meaning of everyone's culture soon emerged. Everyone competed to see who could be the meanest. Zero tolerance soon met zero common sense. Every applicant became a potential criminal. A potential security threat. All Muslim applicants were seen as potential terrorists. All of this led to the draconian visa policies. In the Trump era, the extreme vetting the Muslim bans, the demonization of illegal immigrants, and legal immigration alike, the American first MAGA presidency, the chaotic unwinding of Afghanistan, the coming who lost Afghanistan debate. All of this is the culmination of years of the war on terror. All of this was the result of 9 to 11. The day that changed everything. No moss no more excuses America. I am writing this plead to my fellow Americans. I am tired of the excuses. Tired of hearing. Your lame reasons. For not getting a vaccination. For not masking up. For not taking COVID seriously. I am tired of hearing about. People dying. I am tired of hearing about gun violence. I am tired of hearing about the West burning up. The East flooding out. The monster storms everywhere. The politicians doing nothing at all. To solve any of these problems instead of playing games, acting as if all of these problems were beyond our control. Like the weather. Can't do anything about it. Nothing but lies. Yes America. I am tired. I say again. I am tired. Of your lame excuses. But this is something. We can all do something about it. We can choose to get a free vaccine. We can choose to continue to wear a mask. We can choose to not kill someone with a gun. We can choose to take the bus. We can choose to drive an electric vehicle. We can choose to love one another. We can choose to save the world. Or you can choose to be a narcissistic self-centered asshole. A real scumbag. Following your hero. The orange man. Following him straight to hell. Where do you think this will end? It will not be a good outcome. For any of us. Especially for you, my friend. You could die, your parents could die your children could die. And you have the power to do something about. Each of us has the power to change the world. But the change must come from all of us. We are all connected. We are all God's children. We are all each other's brothers and sisters. If none of this convinces you, think what Jesus would tell you. I don't need to tell you. You know in your heart what needs to be done. I conclude with this. I don't want to hear it. No. Moss. 
Excuses. Just. Do. The. Right. Thing. The life you save. Maybe your own. Ode to our firefighter heroes. Watching the burning of the West. From my air-conditioned apartment. Halfway across the world in Korea. I am filled with dismay. How the country has gotten. To this dark and dangerous place. Where the world is burning up. Climate change is out of control. Gun violence epidemic raging everywhere. No one is safe anywhere from the rampaging gunmen. The nation's leaders. Refuse to do anything at all. As the world burns. Covid spreads. And more people die from guns. Yet there are American heroes. The firefighters, the first responders. The EMTs, the park rangers. The doctors, the nurses. Truck drivers, bus drivers. The workers of America. These American heroes. Including prisoners. Put their lives on the line. 24-7. Working in truly hellish conditions. In temperatures above 100 degrees. Breathing in deadly smoke. Without enough supplies. Not enough water. Not enough of anything. But like all true heroes. They merely suit up. And go to work. Doing whatever they can do. To save us all. From the burning of America. From the COVID disaster. From the gun violence. The monster storms. The collapsing buildings. I salute them. From the bottom of my heart. They are the true heroes. In our times. Everyone should salute them. Everyone should applaud them. Everyone should thank them. For saving our lives. Global emergency. Our nations and world leaders. Should get their act together. A state of planetary emergency. Everyone must get together. And address the problem. Facing our world. The world is facing a worldwide crisis. Everything is falling apart. The world is burning up. Monster storms flooding Europe. Covid spreading everywhere. Inflation rearing its ugly head. Gun violence tearing us apart. Politics fall apart. As politicians. Play the blame game. Spreading toxic lies. And endless venom. The sad reality. We are all to blame. Every last one of us. Shares the blame. We have known for decades. That we could not continue. Down this path. The solutions are obvious. We have known this for years. It is time for the world leaders. Both government and corporate. To declare a state. Of worldwide emergency. Everyone must do their part. To save the world now. The billionaire classes. Should rise up. And demonstrate real leadership. Rather than waste time. Flying into space. And they should donate. Their vast fortunes. To save the world. The time for games is over. The world is dying. Even the billionaires. May die as the world burns. We are in this together. We are human brothers and sisters. Please do your part. To save the world. Before the problems overwhelm us. Ending our world civilization. We must move to green energy now. Everyone must get vaccinated. Get the assault weapons off the street. Institute real gun control measures. Yet due to our political dysfunction. Nothing meaningful. Will be done. As the politicians dither and dither. And nothing is done. As the world burns. Civilization slowly dies. Democracy cannot survive. The rise of the warlords. Is inevitable. The world ends. In fire, 
floods, and endless violence. So many people will die unless we all do our part to save the world. The hour is getting late, but we have not met our fate. Despite the late date, if we do nothing, soon we will all become ghosts, joining the other ghosts of our recent past, joining the fire ghosts, the corona ghosts, the gun ghosts, the storm ghosts, and all the other ghosts, their voices crying in the wind. No one left alive to mourn their death. Vax up America. Please America. Get vaccinated against COVID. It is a sad state of affairs. That so many of our fellow citizens. Just can't be bothered. To get a free vaccine. That may save their lives. And the lives. Of those around them. They simply don't care. About the rest of us. The anti-vax crusaders. Say that no one should be forced. To get a vaccine. Yet we force people to wear seat belts. Force people to wear helmets. Force people to drive within the speed limit. Force people to get a license. To drive. Prohibit drunk driving. All of these are an infringement. On our freedom. To be irresponsible and careless. Yet we have decided. It is better to have people. Wear a seat belt. To drive within the speed limit. And not drunk drive. Because these simple measures. Save lives. The same thing applies to wearing a mask. And getting a vaccine. A small inconvenience to an individual. Yet may save many lives. In the end. I can only offer this plea. Many of you are Christians. And you know what Jesus. Would say. Just shut up. Wear a mask. And get vaccinated. It is God's will. Just do it for me. Please my fellow citizens. Please get a vaccine. To protect your life. To protect my life. And do the right thing. Political ghosts haunt my dreams dash. Last night as I slept. Political ghosts of the past. Began to appear all over the TV. To offer their advice. How to handle these dark. And dangerous times. Richard Nixon. Yelled we need law and order. George M. C. Govern said. We need to end endless wars. And rebuild America. John F. Kennedy said. We must recover. Our American spirit. LBJ recalled the Great Society. FDR recalled the New Deal, World War XI. Saying the only thing we need to fear. Is fear itself. Truman recalled the lessons of the Cold War. George Washington recalled the visions. To form a more perfect union. Martin Luther King recalled his dream. Lincoln advises us. We are not enemies, but friends. We must not be enemies, though passion may have strained. It must not break our bonds of affection. The mystic cords of memory will swell. When again touched, as surely they will be. By the better angels of our nature. As I woke up from my dark dreams. Of the end of the American dream. I saw the dawning light. The nightmares of the political ghosts. Of the past faded into my past. And I looked up. And realized that it is up to us all. We can recover we can overcome anything. And become the America. That we were meant to be and overcome these dark times. And consign these dark political ghosts. And let them rest in peace. As we recover the American dream. United as one nation. That is my hope and dream. That we can once again be. Can do anything Americans. The end.